Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Hey, and welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood is all about getting to know our neighbors in our community and hearing what really cool stuff they're doing with us and for us. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is J-Bone Fettinger. He's the founder for the annual Raw Music Festival. J-Bone, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, and thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, definitely. And so right now, we are celebrating the fifth annual Raw Music Festival. Tell me a little bit about this. Well, you're exactly right. It is our fifth event. Uh, We founded the festival back in 2017, and we are um, very thankful to be back at Flamingo Lake RV Resort uh, this year. Uh, It has been at Flamingo Lake for three years in a row, and then last year, of course, we had to go virtual like the entire world did. So we're excited to be back in person there at Flamingo Lake this year and uh, thankful that we're able to do it again. And it's the Raw Music Festival. What's Raw stand for? All right, good question. So raising awareness with music for multiple sclerosis, also known as MS. So our primary mission is to raise awareness uh, about this uh, devastating disease and also to hopefully raise a little bit of funds that we then donate to the MS Foundation. Uh, We've been able to make a donation every year since we founded the festival uh, to the MS Foundation to uh, help people in need. So just to start with J-Bone, what is MS? Right. So MS is, uh, the full name of it is multiple sclerosis, and it affects um, millions of people, and and, and it kind of has a personal uh, connection to me because um, it's a nervous disorder, a nervous system disorder, and my wife was diagnosed with MS about 10 years ago. And uh, we learned a little bit about it very quickly because we had heard of it but didn't really know a lot about it. But it is um, something that is, uh, thankfully, there are some great uh, doctors and great organizations out there to help people with MS. And we are very, very thankful to be able to say that Tracy, my wife, is doing very well. She's living very, very well and doing healthy, and uh, she's just in great shape. And the organizations that we support, including the MS Foundation, uh, are there for people. They, they provide a lot of assistance to people in need. And you said it's a nervous system disorder. What does it cause to happen in you? Right. So I am not a doctor, so I can <laughs> only give you what I kind of understand. My understanding is that it puts it, it, your immune system is working overtime, mm. and it creates these um, kind of lesions on your spinal cord, and and particularly in the neck is where my wife had the um, had the most trouble, and then that's going to create um, some uh, numbness in your in your limbs and also some disorientation. And there's varying symptoms and there's different levels of it. Again, I am not a doctor, but um, for my wife, it meant that she not only had this tingling sensation and numbness, but she also then uh, couldn't handle stress at all and she couldn't handle heat. So it really affected her life. It changed her life. And um, it was um, it was it was scary for her at first. And um, we're thankful to to have been able to get some good help. 
And the whole point of the music festival that you're putting on is to help raise awareness for this, like like you just did. Absolutely. We, um, I had an idea because I'm, I'm a musician and I've done several events uh, before in the past, and I decided that, well, you know, I can I can do something to give back. I, I know I couldn't really uh, do anything to affect her MS other than just be there and support her. Mm-hmm. But I thought, well, let let's do a music. Uh, festival and um, and see if we can raise awareness and maybe a little bit of money to help people out and it's grown from there thankfully you know we've got tremendous sponsors that have allowed us that have made it possible for us to have the event because it obviously is expensive to mm-hmm. uh, host an event like this so thankfully we've got some tremendous sponsors uh, Flamingo Lake uh, RV Resort has been our our host since 2017 um, with the exception of when we had to go virtual of course and then our primary sponsor is a labor union in Jacksonville, the Laborers International Union of North America, local 630 chapter there in Jacksonville. They're our primary sponsor, and we have some other sponsors as well. They make this thing possible, and, and we're so thankful to have them as partners in this in this effort. And this music festival is happening September 25th. J-Bone, tell me what we can expect when we come out. Well, I actually have some uh, some great news to announce here. We are, for the first time, we are expanding the festival to two nights of music. Okay. So we're, yeah, that's, uh, you heard it first right here. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, September 24th, that's the Friday night, we're going to have music. Uh, that night, and this will again be our first time to have music on two nights. And then on the 25th, we'll have music from 1.30 in the afternoon until at least 8 o'clock at night. So we have a full day of music. I've got bands from Jacksonville. I've got bands from Camden County, Georgia. And then we also have, we'll have uh, food trucks. We'll have vendors. We'll have some raffles. We'll have some silent auctions. We've got an amazing artist that has been with us since the first year, uh, Brian Barnard. He'll have some of his art on uh, on display and for sale, and then he he is just a tremendous artist. So it's, you, know, you just got to see his work to believe it. It's, it's that good. And so we have a, a nice uh, bit of everything. You, know, you can come by and have lunch and listen to some music and, and help out people with MS. So pretty excited about that. And now that it's a two day festival. What are you hoping people walk away with after leaving? Well, I, you know, as a musician, I hope they walk away going, wow, I saw some great bands <laughs> and I was very entertained because <laughs> um, we do have some great bands. Secondly, I hope they walk away with the idea that, okay, MS is, is a real thing and mm. it actually affects people uh, it, that I know or people that, you know, that I've come in contact with. And so how can I help them? Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. And that's that's our general goal, just to help people understand that it's something that it's not off in the distance. It's it's right next door. A lot of times, it's somebody that you know that's affected with it. So we just want to raise awareness. And these bands and our sponsors and our and our host allow us to kind of make that happen. The bands we have are so good, um, and and it's just tremendous that people can walk away being entertained and maybe a little bit educated as well. What are you most excited about for the festival? I am most excited about our lineup of bands. Uh, again, I'm a musician, uh, so I'm excited that we've got some great bands. In particular, we have three bands this year that are are, are that have lead singers. They're led by females, and mm-hmm. I think it's really awesome to have that much girl power this this time. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, the Bluff Five band is uh, from Camden County here in, in Georgia, and they are fronted by an amazing. Uh, singer named Jackie. She's just incredible. 
Then we have the Cat McWilliams band, who I cannot tell you how soulful this woman's voice is. I've been um, listening to her sing for a long time, and she's just incredible. They've been a part, the Cat McWilliams band has been a part of the festival since the first year, and I'm really excited about listening to her sing, and then her and her husband both play guitar in the band. They're amazing musicians. I'm excited about that. And then we have one more band that's led by um, uh, uh, females, and uh, the singer for this band is an incredible singer, too. She's got a lot of soul. The name of the band is Annie Dukes, and the singer's name is Cassidy Lee, and just man, just an incredible lineup of bands all the way around. But it's really interesting to have you know three bands led by a female. I think it's kind of cool. Well, I'm super looking forward to it. Now, J-Bone, tell us how we can get our tickets. Okay, so you don't actually have to buy any tickets in advance. You just show up at Flamingo Lake RV Resort on the 24th and the 25th, and there is an entrance fee to get into the park. There is no uh, fee to get into the festival itself. Uh, and then you just go, you know, drive up to the gate and, They'll let you in and show you where to go, and it's pretty pretty easy. The uh, festival grounds are pretty easy to, to navigate there. And you did say you did say that um, any money that's raised will go towards MS, right? We definitely will. After we pay our expenses, any proceeds will go to the MS Foundation. Uh, we'll also have a online uh, for people that can't make it. We'll have an, uh, an online um, uh, way for people to make donations as well. That will go live the week of the festival, uh, and that's going to be a Facebook uh, fundraiser. Okay. And then other than this, do you all have any other upcoming events we can look forward to? Well, in the spring, we'll have the Walkabout Festival. That'll be our third Walkabout Festival, and that will take place at the Walkabout Camp in uh, Kingsland, Georgia. And that one, the the proceeds are donated to uh, the Camden Community Food Bank, a local bank in Camden County. So, and those are the two primary festivals that I'm involved in uh, every year. And we're, we're super excited about both of them and glad to be able to give back. So we'll put it on our calendars. This year it's two days, the 24th and 25th of September. You said at the Flamingo Lake RV Resort, the fifth annual Raw Music Festival. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say is for people that are concerned uh, with the, uh, the COVID crisis, uh, there's plenty of room at Flamingo Lake RV Resort so you can socially distance and, uh, and, and feel comfortable. So that's the only other thing I wanted to mention so that uh, everybody's aware of that. If they want to, they can. Mm-hmm. Everyone's aware and you can safely enjoy your time. Well, J-Bone, thank you so much for all you do and for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week, and if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio.
Portions of the following segment will refer to certain acts not all parents want their children to hear. Please exercise parental judgment. Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby, and North Florida Neighborhood is all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really cool stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Angelia Grove. She's the Director of Women's Security for the DEMP Project. Angelia, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. So give me a rundown on what the DEMP Project is. Okay, the DEMP Project is a faith-based organization that is a nonprofit that goes out into the community um, here in Jacksonville and surrounding counties um, and helps women um, that have been in the sex industry, um, sex traffic, um, prostitution, sexual trauma, um, anything that has to deal with any kind of sexual trauma, we help them um, find their way to give them uh, their independence, to help them get resources, and to um, better their lives from where they where ha- they have come from, and give them, you know, a security and a sense of purpose for to be opposite of what everybody mm-hmm. has told them that they that there's no help out there and that they're worthless. And that you know, no one, no one cares about them anymore. So we we give them shelter. We give them, I help them get their education. We help them reunite, uh, reunicate with their families if they've lost their children to the system or to family members. Um, and we just give them a try to help them give a get a new start on life. So, what does the process look like for you guys to start helping these women? Um, we get uh, information either word of mouth, um, other survivors that have been through the program, or, or other organizations that have someone that calls them that fits into that criteria, and we do an interview with them, see if they're ready to come into our into our transitional home because we have a home that they can come into. It's a year long program. Um, it's an all-volunteer. Uh, nothing is set in stone that they have to stay. Um, nothing, you know, it's not a lockdown or anything like that. It's just a safe place for them to have a place to uh, sleep, to shower, to to have a home and to bond with other women that have been through this uh, tragedy themselves. And we help them walk their um, path with God. And because, like I said, we are a faith-based organization, so we actually try to heal the wounds um, and not just the surface of, of what the, you know, the issues are because most of the people just see them as, you know, drug addicts. You know, they're just doing this for the drugs and other, other things like that, and they don't understand that the wounds took the women to that location. Mm-hmm. You know, for to cover up the wounds, to the, the the hurt or whatever. If it was on their own, you know, and a lot of it isn't on our own. And we are ninety percent of the uh, leaders that work in and volunteer with the Dent Project are survivors themselves. Mm. So we understand that walk. Um, we understand the uh, no one believing you or wanting to help you. So we 
are able to talk to them and give them the insight and give them our testimonies as well Mm -hmm. to share with them so that it gives them a sense of security that they're with like-minded people. And Angelia, where are you guys located if people are in need of help? We are at the Salem Centra. It's at 7235 uh, Bentley Road. Jacksonville, Florida, 32256. Okay, and then what are your available hours? If we hear this and we're like, hey, I, I need this. Um, our our phones never shut down. Um, I am, when you call, it's always, if you get a hold of uh, call this uh, me, I'm the one that's on 24-7. Um, so it doesn't matter any time, day or night, um, if, if you, can I give you the telephone number that they can call if anyone should... I need it? Yeah, of course. Okay, um, it's 904-901-5622. And that phone is always available 24-7. Okay, well, the DEM Project is all about helping the victims of sex trafficking and their families as well. So tell me about the upcoming Celebration of Love you guys are hosting. This event is, this will be our five-year anniversary of this event. It is just a honor to be able to cater and love on these survivors, these strong women that um, live this life day to day. What we do is we invite all of the vendors um, around Jacksonville, all of the organizations that deal with uh, trafficking, whether or uh, abuse or uh, addiction. We have Gateway, we've had Rethreaded, we've had Operation New Hope. Um, just to name a few, we have um, organizations, I mean, uh, restaurants that supply the food for us. Uh, we've had in the past um, Sunnies and we've had uh, Mambo's and PDQ and Sweets by Holly. And they just, what we do is we just love on these women. They're escorted in um, by males if they want to be touched. They're not. If, if they do, they'll, you know, do the arm and escort them to their seats. They wait on them hand and foot. The women do not lift a finger. This is a day for them. We have Mary Kay and Compliment Salon that comes in and they do their hair and makeup um, if they want to. We have raffles. We have um, guest speakers and women that give their testimonies. Um, it is just, it is just a day to celebrate their life. For them breathing, for them walking the the trauma that they've walked through, and, and they're still surviving, and, and just give them a day to see what love really is with mm. no strings attached. What God's love it is just a day to just lavish them with nothing but love, and to show them that there are people out there that are available to help them. You know, to not believe the lies that there's no one out there that they can't get help that they're useless, that nobody cares, because that's what this organization and all the other organizations that partner into this, we want everyone to know that there is help out there. And it sounds like you're really able to bring dignity back to these women's lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, you know, that, and that's the main thing. We want them to walk with their mm. head held high because you know, life happens and it doesn't make you less of a person. It makes you stronger. And that's what our testimonies are about. Um, So tell me for the women that get to come in here, what are you hoping they walk away with from this celebration? Um, What we have seen in the past and what we pray for is that they just have a sense of 
fellowship they have mm. that they know that they're not out there alone that there is help whenever they're either they're ready or or if they're ready now that there is a, immediately there, there there are people there to help that there's all kinds of locations and that if you just need to talk to someone you know a lot of these women just don't have anybody mm. you know and we just want them to know when they walk up out of there that they feel God's love and they know that they are chosen and they have a purpose and that there there was no mistake in them being created. Mm. That, that, you know, just because life has taken them through some horrors that that there's still hope out there for them and that not to give up and that if if they have accomplished a lot of stuff like there are survivors that come back year after year and and that's what the testimonies are for to show them that hey it can it can work it can happen don't don't think that there's no one out there and that that life can't get you know better and that you can't a lot of us you know and i speak for myself didn't just didn't think that there was a purpose Mm. um for us because we had been through so much and so much you know some of it brought on to ourselves some of it not but we just want them to know that they are loved if nothing else that they walk out of there they felt genuine love mm. for the first time in their lives and angelia i love your heart and your passion behind the whole dent project and just the celebration of love in general so what are you most excited about for this event I, I, I'm just, it, it's just, we, like I said, this is our fifth year and mm-hmm. every year the Holy Spirit just shows up and mm-hmm. just outdoes itself every year and the tears and the breakthroughs mm-hmm. and the surrendering, um, I just love to see these women walk with smiles on their face and, and their eyes are shining and they're just happy you know they forget they get to step out of the outside world and just for the time that they're in there just feel that love and just be happy and not have to worry about anything Mm -hmm. that is the that excites me more than anything else it's just to walk around and see the smiles on these on, on everyone's face even the volunteers and the vendors i mean it touches every single person that is in that room there, nobody walks away the same way that they walk mm, in so much genuine joy and angelia how can we sign up for this event whether we are one of these women that need to feel that unconditional love or whether we want to help volunteer um the volunteer we have a sign up genius um if you would like to get a hold of us like you can call that number um and we can get you into the volunteer spot we are so blessed to have all of our vendor slots absolutely full this year and um, if you are just a, a survivor that wants to come and partake in it there's no you just walk through the door the doors open at 12 o'clock mm-hmm. for everybody to come in and um, network to get the information because all the vendors will have all of their stuff on their tables ready to get your hair done, to get your makeup done, and then the event starts at 1 o'clock. And is there a website, just as a reminder of one and where the celebration is? Uh, yes, it is. At, you can see it, catch us on our Facebook page, which is The Dent Project, 
or there's a website that is the bimpproject.org. Okay, well, sounds so good. Angelia, thank you so much for all you do, and thank you for being such an amazing neighbor in our neighborhood. Thank you so much, Colby, and have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week, and if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio. and encouraging teaching from renowned pastor, Bible teacher, and best-selling author, Dr. David Jeremiah. Reserve your free tickets now to attend An Evening with David Jeremiah for an unforgettable night of enriching Bible study, uplifting fellowship, and powerful worship. Coming to Jacksonville at the ViStar Veterans Memorial Arena on Thursday, October 7th at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this special one-night-only event. Get your free tickets at davidjeremiah.org tour. If you think vaccines alone will protect you from COVID-19, think again. More breakthrough cases of COVID variants show that vaccinated people are still vulnerable. To be safe, monitor regularly for fever as it's the leading sign of COVID-19. Use Exergen, the only thermometer scientifically proven to detect fever. Protect yourself and your family with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Panera believes in saying yes. Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera, live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. 
Welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby, and North Florida Neighborhood is all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really cool stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with is Steve Biono, the president for the Tim Tebow Foundation. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Colby. Good to join you. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, Steve, give me a rundown on who the Tim Tebow Foundation is. All right. So the Tim Tebow Foundation is a foundation that sits under our founder, um, started by Tim uh, about 11 years ago now, a little bit more than 11 years. And uh, it flows out of his heart for people mm-hmm. with special needs, for the oppressed, for the forgotten, for the, the least, the last, the lost. Um, and uh, it's been a remarkable 11 years. And it really, we focus on a mission of spreading faith, hope, and love to people in their darkest hour of need. And the way that we like to sum it up is we like to fight for people who can't fight for themselves. So it's a remarkable ministry, um, over 60 countries where we serve. Um, we focus, yeah, we focus on four areas, orphan care and prevention, anti-human trafficking, a disability ministry, so serving families and individuals with disability, and then also serving children with profound medical conditions, oftentimes life-threatening illnesses. So those are the four big areas of focus under this mission of spreading faith, hope, and love to people in their darkest hour of need. So you guys are in 60 different countries. I mean, thankfully, like I said, you're right here in our neighborhood. But what's it look like to be sourced out throughout the world? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, <clears throat> there's always order, right, in, in, in challenges and mm. people call it. You know, sometimes leadership is about bringing order to chaos. Uh, it seems like we do uh, we do run toward chaos. We run toward <laughs> crisis, but you know, our, our commitment is to you know, bring hope into those places and bring love into those places, and really bring care for today to, to these places around the world. So, being a multinational ministry is uh, it's incredibly um, exciting. It is great to see God's work um, all across the globe. Uh, he uses us in all of these nations to solve difficult problems or to serve in areas that are not served well, they're underserved. Mm. Uh, and we do not neglect the United States. I mean, most of our revenue is, comes from the United States. And also on a percentage basis, most of our work um, involves serving here in the United States. We don't want to forget our nation. So we serve extensively as well. But So it's one of the nations, but probably on a percentage basis, it's where most of our effort impact um, uh, happens. But, um, you know, we, are excited to be um, one of the organizations that is able to reach in the corners of the world that are often forgotten. I want to know the rundown for each ministry tie that you guys have. So we'll just start with the first one you named. What's that look like? Yeah, so orphan care and prevention um, has you know some really neat strategies in it. One is we help families financially adopt children who have special needs into their home. Oh. So, yeah, it's really so cool, and all of our adoptions are for children with special needs. So there's a vast array of special needs, um, and it should be stated that the community of special needs is one of the largest minority groups in the world. Fifteen uh, percent of the global population, over 1.1, 1.2 billion people have a special need. Uh, they're often the ones that are not adopted. They're the ones that are kind of looked past. So all of our funding goes to uh, helping families bring these children with a special need into their forever home. So that's a big deal uh, for us. Um, We also work a lot on orphan prevention, and we call that initiative Strong Families. So we're working in communities all over the world where we're helping families who have children with special needs, who have um, issues with poverty, and helping families stay strong. So we're equipping them with life skills, 
if they have a child with special needs, we're helping them with physical therapy, speech therapy, occupation therapy. We're helping parents find jobs. We're helping communities be strong so that orphans aren't created. Oftentimes, you know, orphans are created because parents don't have resources or the means or the coping skills, and they abandon their children. We've seen that all over the world, especially in South and Central America. Mm -hmm. um, so we work in this element of strong families in the area of orphan care. Um, and then we have children's homes around the, around the world as well. And uh, those, you know, we uh, provide financial support for so that your know, children can be in a loving community. Um, oftentimes there are circumstances where children cannot be adopted or won't be. Um, and so we want them in a home environment where they can feel the love of parents. So that's on the orphan care and prevention side of things. And real quick, for the children's homes, is that for children mm -hmm. that don't have disabilities as well? It is. Okay. Yeah, it's for children who are typical kids. And then we also have some specific homes mm -hmm. that are for children who, who do have disabilities. And both are profoundly rich. I mean, both will mm -hmm. <clears throat> bring you to tears, but also ignite your heart with great joy mm -hmm. to see these kids thrive. And then now you guys are also linked up in ending human trafficking. What's the ministry there? Yeah, so, I mean, we have been involved in anti-human trafficking since uh, 2014, but we kept it kind of on the down low. Um, over the last year, we have become more vocal um, and we've taken a much more um, out loud, active and aggressive position toward inviting other people into this in this battle. So one of the neat things that we did about a year ago is there's, there's this powerful ministry in Jacksonville called Her Song, yes. uh, led by an ama amazing leader, Rachel. I and talked to her last week. Is, oh my gosh, yes. Oh gosh, she's incredible. So. She started a ministry about, about eight years ago now, and uh, her song is Survivor Care Focused. Mm -hmm. uh, they work with law enforcement, um, and the women who are brought out of and rescued from human trafficking are cared for holistically in a faith-based environment, in a trauma-informed environment, in a residential program inside of her song. And we began to, we were supporting Rachel and came alongside of her, but it became evident that if we joined forces, literally, we become one organization, a real marriage, uh, an integration of them into us, mm. their strengths and our strengths could help this grow dramatically. So um, about a year ago, we, we did the formal thing. We became a one organization. She, the, her song, a brand is still out there, but it's her song, a ministry of the Tim Tebow Foundation. And under her song, we are expanding survivor care across the United States. So a huge investment in the United States, a huge investment in other communities. And right now we're expanding in Jacksonville. We're expanding in Columbus, Ohio. We're expanding in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we're beginning our planning for the Dallas-Fort Worth marketplace as well. So uh, survivor care is a huge thing. We also do want to work on prevention. We do work on rescues, um, and I've just described what survivor care is all about. And prevention is going to be education. It's going to be uh, making people aware of this problem. It's going to be uh, scaling people up. Um, we have a, a web-based tool called the Rescue Team where we provide education to people who want to join our rescue team and get downloads on a weekly basis on what's going on, what to watch for, how to educate yourself, and what are the skills you should possess. Um, and we also um, work in the area of rescues. And we don't do the physical rescues uh, ourselves. My staff doesn't do that. We have a partner who helps us in that regard. Um, and, and those rescues occur outside the United States. Within the United States, we have strong, integral law enforcement who takes on that challenge mm -hmm. and who does it so well. Um, our ambition, of course, is to amp it all up, both in the United States and, and around the world. 
and, and our anti-human trafficking is international. So outside the United States, we do have campuses where survivor care is the focus. We do have rescue operations for children um, in South Africa, by way of example. We do have um, holistic care facilities for young girls in Ethiopia. Mm. Um, so in other countries, we are doing it differently because the needs are different in those cultures uh, than they are in the United States. So that's a big, big uh, opportunity for continued growth and focus for the Tim Tebow Foundation. So, Steve, at the beginning, when you were giving me the rundown for this side of the ministry, you said that since 2014, you really wanted to keep it on the down low, and now you're just vocalizing it like crazy. So, why? Why yeah. was that? You know, it was a combination of a whole bunch of God moments where mm-hmm. um, I have a background in this area, so I've worked in this area for uh-huh. over 15 years. And then uh, Tim always had a passion for it, um, mm-hmm. but again, it, it was done discreetly. Tim married a beautiful, beautiful um, woman who had quite a story. He married Demi Lee, and Demi had quite a passion for anti-human trafficking and for women's issues and empowerment. And then our board had an intersection, some personal experiences mm. with human trafficking. Wow. Um, and and it was going crazy across the globe. Yeah. So it was all of these intersections that finally we knew mm-hmm. that we had to raise our voice, that we had to use our platform, mm-hmm. the strength of Tim's platform, the strength of Demi's platform to begin to do more work ourselves um, and or and also to invite others into this work because it really is taking an army. Um, and we've got to amp up all across the globe because the numbers are really horrific. Um, the online sexual exploitation of children, so this is in the mm-hmm. digital space, yeah, just it's going up and up and up. You know, the numbers are, you know, they're going up hundreds of percent. And this is children. People are, people are, this is children. Yeah. Wow. And it's, it's horrific um, information. It's just sad to hear, but it's, it's mm-hmm. video recordings or live recordings of children's children in a third world nation. And it's being paid for and viewed by people here in the United States, other parts of the world as well. But most of the consumption of that terrible online um, pornography, um, what's called, um, child abuse material, CAM material, is consumed by the American public, both men and women. And we've got to break that. We've got to make people aware of that. The other thing that's just also daunting is that there are more and more predators using the online social media tools to target children. Um, And the FBI reports these statistics. They're not our statistics, but it continues to increase um, the online predation of children. Parents have to be aware that there are bad people seeking to make contact with their children using the tools that we call our social media tools. Mm-hmm. Pick one, but they're using them. And they're even extorting them in, in, in ways that, you know, if they can get a child who's 12, 13, 14-year-old uh, to share personal information, to share a provocative photo, um, you know, you can go as far as you want with that. But then they extort those kids. Like, we are going to put you on blast. We're mm-hmm. going to take this photo that you just shared with me. I'm not who you think I am. I am a bad guy. And I am going to require that you get your parents' Uh, credit card number for me. Dang. Um, if, if you know this is going on, this is real. So we just have to make parents aware of all this and kids have to be aware of this. You know, we can't be, we don't want to shock. We don't mm. want to be <clears throat> creating an environment of fear, but we do want to create an environment of wisdom, of protection and harden the target a little bit. You know, make kids wise that these tools that we have are fantastic tools, our phones, but we have to be wise and we have to know that there is a real evil in the world. And sometimes that evil is, um, it's, 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 you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's coming your way. And so just to what to be aware of, what to watch for so you can stop it before it becomes mm-hmm. 
in some way, shape, or form hurtful to you or your children. So that's all a part of the prevention piece. And uh, it was necessary, just necessary because our kids are so precious. Mm. Well, thank you for that. And again, I have the privilege of chatting with Steve. Uh, he's the president for the Tim Tebow Foundation. And you're just giving me the, the rundown on everything the foundation does. And now give me a rundown on how you guys help um, in the disability realm. Yeah, thanks for asking. Now, this is a fun, fun space, right? Oh, my gosh, so yes. Our big, yeah, our big thing is Night to Shine. And Night to Shine is a global prom. Think of it as a mm-hmm. major prom. It is red carpet. It is lights. It is um, dancing. It is being crowned kings and queens of the oh prom. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this, is, this is a major celebration that happens uh, all over the world on the same night. Typically, it's a Friday before Valentine's Day. <laughs> And where these precious, precious image bearers get to be celebrated. Wow. And these are, these are kids and adults who are often forgotten, looked past, never celebrated, never made much of, but they are so worth it, so valuable. And they are God's creatures, God's creation, one of a kind, and we lift them up. And we get volunteers, uh, two volunteers to almost every one um, person with a special need who was there that night. So the numbers are really big. Um, you know, it changed a little bit because of COVID, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's in the, it's the, in 2020, I think we had 700, let me get the specific number for you. Yeah. In 2020, we had 700, 2019, excuse me. We had, let me back that up. Yeah. 20, 2020, we had 721 churches in 34 countries, oh 110,000 honored guests and 215,000 volunteers. Um, and uh, last year in 2021, because of COVID, it went down a little bit. We had 470 churches um, who were hosting it in 32 countries and in 45 states across 29 different denominations. So, you know, this is just an amazing, amazing opportunity to make a statement and to invite people with special needs into local churches. Now, that's kind of step one. Step one, you bring these families and these people with special needs into the churches, and the churches kind of go, wow, this is amazing. We should be doing this more than one night a year. Mm. And uh, that's the big strategic hope and prayer of ours. And we call the next phase of this ministry called Shine On. And that's where churches, in some cases in third world countries, it could be schools or hospitals, but mostly churches, they develop full-time, year-round ministries of support and programming to care for those families and those children throughout the year. And so we've got this this cool app called the Shine On app, and it's full of resources and tools um, and education and um, support that will help a church or a family um, strengthen their ability to serve people with special needs or their own children. So it's it's an online toolkit shared around the world now that first of all, it's priorities to help churches build a program, but it also is really good for parents. Mm. Uh, and one of the neat pieces inside of Shine On app is uh, some of the trauma-informed care um, modules that are in there. Those are really for everybody. Uh, we are a huge advocate. I personally am a huge advocate that everybody should be trained in trauma-informed care because we all know people who face trauma, who face difficulty. And us being trauma-informed and trauma-sensitive, we can be better neighbors, we can be better parents, we can be better friends. But anyway, so there's Night to Shine, this big global prom, and then there's Shine On, which is really the strategic play where churches are going full-time into ministry that is year-round, not just a one-off. So that's really the disability ministry in a nutshell is those two big pieces. Um, And those are huge in the United States, huge in the United States, and, uh, of course, growing across the world. Steve, my favorite thing you said out of that whole spiel was the Mm. precious image bearers. 
Oh my gosh, yeah, that amen. that title, like it literally <laughs> brought me to tears. Where where did that come um, from? That's um, you know, it's our way of, <laughs> of just really communicating how God sees them. You wow. Know, the the you know, we are you know, the, the, God doesn't make mistakes. I mean, our physical mm. bodies are really our transport system for who we are. Right? We are souls in a body, and uh, and some of the bodies that God has given certain individuals. Are, are broken, um, and they are. There is there is disability, but that doesn't diminish who they are, and their identity, and their worth, and their value. And, you know, they are moral. They are eternal. They are relational. They are creative. They, you know, all of the elements that really wow. make up who we are. All these great attributes. None of them, none of them have anything to do with our physical being. Now, our physical being is beautiful, and we are we celebrate that as well. But who we are as image bearers is not mm. tied to our physical. It's tied to these amazing attributes that God gives every one of us, wow. every one of us. And we need, to, we need to celebrate those and value those properly. Well, Steve, thank you for that. And now on to one of the last um, ministry aspects <laughs> that Tim Tebow Foundation hosts, you said, is with medical conditions? Yeah. yeah, this is children with profound medical conditions and oftentimes life-threatening illnesses. So, you know, one of the things that's so profoundly good is Tim, and he does his wishes. We call it Wish 15 after his football number in in, uh, in college and the pros. And so he conducts these wishes not tied to ESPN weekends, um, but it's kids who we get to just love on for a couple of days. So it's intense. It's up close and personal. It's hugely celebratory. And it's uniquely crafted to their heart and the things that they would like to experience with Tim. And only Tim can do those. But we do a bunch of those. You know, we're, we're into our hundreds, you know, on wow. and uh, we, conti- we, we, we continue doing those as Tim is the ESPN analyst. Um, Brighter Days is a thing where Tim will just show up at a hospital or we'll invite somebody by or he'll make a call or a video. Uh, these are personal things that Tim is just so committed to. But people don't see the Brighter Days. That's just Tim because he cares, because his heart is so called to love on people with special needs. Um, and he just does it on his own at times, um, but he also does it in kind of coordination with our ministry team. And then you got Timmy's Playrooms. We've got 11 of these around, uh, 10 in the United States and one overseas in the Philippines. But Timmy's Playrooms are attached to hospitals, and they let kids be kids. They help them remember who they are as a kid. They don't have to worry about the trauma that they're going through. So it's a fun space where they can relax and interact with their parents or hospital staff. And then we have various medical clinics or hospitals around the world. And our biggest uh, one is in um, the Philippines, in, in Davao, Philippines. We have what's called the Tebow Cure Hospital. And we're partnered with the Cure Organization, Cure International. And it is an orthopedic pediatric hospital where we do free surgeries for children. And uh, it's just been a place yeah. of miracles. Um, to date, so we started this hospital uh, seven years ago now. To date. We have had 26,833 patient visits. Oh, my gosh. We've done 4,644 surgeries, procedures. And here's this is cool. So think about that, 4,644 surgeries. But we've had faith expressions, people giving their lives mm. to Christ, 5,593. No so way. A, 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 yeah, a thousand more have yeah. connected with Jesus. I know, which is so cool. And that's because we're sharing the gospel mm. with the families and, and the siblings. Um, and uh, so that's neat. And we just launched a new initiative with CURE um, in Zambia. And we are building out a brand new um, rehabilitation center um, that is um, going to be a 48-bed facility attached to the hospital there. 
Um, the Tito name will be leveraged. It'll be our um, rehabilitation space. And uh, we're excited to see that roll out over the next, eh, it's probably a nine-month build-out process, but that's rolling now as well. So it's exciting to see um, our God use us to get to more lives in this space of profound medical conditions. And it's all free surgeries to children who would not otherwise be cared for or parents who could not otherwise afford the surgery. Yeah, Steve, you guys do a lot of stuff and you do a lot of stuff for free. So where is this money coming from? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, so it comes from generous family members. Mm-hmm. We don't call them donors. We just call them family members. You know, the ministries of TTF or any ministry, it just takes a combination of people using their skills and their gifts and their power in a cooperative way to make a difference. You know, so we have a skill set here. I mean, mine is leadership and strategies. My team could be ministry and prayer. It could be Rachel and her team, you know, counselors and, and very technical trauma-informed care uh, coaches and um, caregivers. But you also need people who are gifted outside of TTF who can raise money, who can earn money. And that that's just the fuel. None of this happens without all of us being knitted together in the ministry. So it's as much a donor's ministry as it is mm-hmm. you know, Timmy's ministry. And so we get just generous people from all over the United States and in the world, but mostly the United States, who make this their ministry, who God has called them wow. into help. And uh, we just love them back. You know, we don't take any dollar for granted. We steward every penny so carefully. And any donation we get, 100% of that donation goes to the ministry because our administrative costs are covered by our board. So salaries, lights, copy machines, rent, all that is already covered. Mm. So when a donor steps up and makes a donation, 100% goes to a life change. And uh, that's just really, really powerful. Well, Steve, if we want to get involved and serve and help and just... Ha- be under the Tim Tebow Foundation. How can we do that? Yeah, yeah. There's things. I, you know, sign up to be a Night to Shine buddy. That is a great way to get up and close and personal. That's one of our bigger ways to mm-hmm. to participate as a volunteer with the Tim Tebow Foundation. Uh, second, you know, I would join the rescue team, mm-hmm. um, which is you have an opportunity to give there. You have have an opportunity to um, pray there, and you also will be trained there. So those three opportunities exist within our rescue team. And you can get to the rescue team by going to our website, timtebowfoundation.org. On that website, you'll see all kinds of videos about what we do, how we do it. You can People can donate there. But the two very active pieces right now would be Night to Shine mm-hmm. and would be joining the rescue team. And do you guys have any upcoming events that we can look forward to? You know, we have a big golf and gala event that happens uh, in March of every year. We just don't know yet if it's going to be open to the public. Okay. So typically it's open to the public, right? It's out at uh, Sawgrass. It's at the country club there. And Saturday is this big event where people volunteer. They show up. We celebrate. We have celebrity golf. But last year we couldn't do it because of COVID restrictions, and we just have to see where COVID goes this year. Um, So that's really kind of TBD. Um, at this point in time. Okay. Well, thank you so much for everything you do for our community, Steve. And thank you for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Oh, man. We love Jacksonville. We love this community. They have treated us so well. And it's such an honor to be in this neighborhood. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio.